Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Matt Sawicki. You're listening to Fruit of the Boom. It's episode uh. 42, I think, is what I wrote down. And I got my guys, Paces Lift and Ben Bounce. Hey. And we're here listening to the record Tropicoro. Yeah, man. This is your guys' record right now we're this listening to. Nathan's laughing at me. You guys, for you guys at home that can't see, he's laughing, he's giggling, he thinks it's a joke. Yeah, man. I think... <laughs> Yeah, I think this is a good record, and I want to talk to you guys about it. Let's I do think it. it's the first time you're recording in front of a live studio audience. Is it? <laughs> I think that's... it's like rock live from the '90s. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> JBJR uh, had something coming up, and he couldn't make it to this uh, recording, so I'm doing my first uh, solo recording, I believe. And maybe it's not, but maybe you should just go check all the episodes out and see for yourselves if you haven't, uh, if you don't believe me. Shout out to him. Shout out to JBJR for doing his thing, keeping us rolling. He's done many solo episodes, and I've only done this first one. <laughs> Good luck. So, could you guys recap real quick? Maybe uh, the first question we usually do is how you guys got involved in music, but you guys had individual episodes that you mm. already maybe have explained that in. Are we the first repeat guests? On yeah, Facebook? you guys are the Ooh. first repeat guests, I believe. Now milestone status as yes. a team. Yeah, and you're a duo. I think that, well, no, we've had duos, but we haven't had a uh, repeat. We haven't had singles that have ever became married before. Uh, um, so that's uh, our new thing. It's new. You guys new are world. breaking ground. Brave new world. Um, so this is your guys' record. This is a brand new record. It just came out. It's actually not even out for the general public. We're recording this the day before right. it comes out, and so we're gonna dro- I'm going to drop this right away. And so you people are maybe able to hear it before it's even available. Nice. But can you tell us about um, how you guys came together as a duo? Maybe how you uh, started producing records together? Sure. Um, so we we kind of started out as as uh, Get him, nemesis. I don't know what the what the plural of nemesis. Uh, he's my nemesis. Nemesis. Right? So, nemesis. Okay. <laughs> nemesis. So um, we obviously we had come across each other at Just Bills. He was a friend of Sean's. I was a friend of Sean's. Uh-huh. DJ Who for for those. Yeah. Um, and we had seen people. We actually first met at a New Year's Eve party at his house. Uh, when I was uh, playing some '80s joints, and we kind of passed, you know, passed each other there. Um, hold on, hold on. He likes to act like that was just a thing that happened, but that was an earth-shattering moment for me because Ooh. that was originally supposed to be my party. Oh, like I was gonna DJ it. I was like, oh, I'm gonna kill it with all these '80s cuts. Uh huh. And then DJ Who was like, no, man, invite Ben. It'll be dope. You guys will get to know each other. It'll be cool. And I was like, nah. (laughs) And I was like, okay, cool. So I invited him eventually. Yeah. And he showed up, killed the party, took it from me. Oh, no. Made it his own. It was amazing. He played all the 80s cuts. The girls were freaking out. It was great. And that was actually the I first time I, like, I, I met my current to wife there, with. too. Met yeah, my wife, Shannon, there. I no shit. Yeah, what a time. monumental evening. Pretty wild. Yeah. Ben Jammin'. Killed it. So then, yeah. And then you guys decided, hey, we're going to put out kick-ass records together from that night on, huh? Well, from then, there was like this kind of unspoken yeah. rivalry. rivalry. Ooh. So we actually, the very beginnings of, of Fresh Produce, which uh-huh. happened at Atomic Cowboy back in the day, where we used to do smaller battles before it blew up into the, you know, wild event that it is today sure um we uh we would kind of go back and forth and duel in the small stage at a time at cowboy mm-hmm. before um God, what was it what was it the, whatever the side room is now i don't even know what it is uh, the bootleg now bootleg, yeah um back then what was it when it first opened uh foxhole foxhole, foxhole. It was foxhole. Yeah. Yeah. so pre pre foxhole 
And we would go back and forth. I think we each battled a couple times. He won one. I won one. Um, and, and we we're decided, still both tied. <laughs> yeah. And we decided one day that we were going to... I don't know. I don't even. I, I think I was getting ready to move to New Jersey, and we're like, let's let's do let. You know, we had this idea of doing this Nemesis project where we would both go and uh, and basically have fifty bucks to spend on vinyl, and we would make a record sampling the the records that we had. Sponsored uh-huh. by DJ Who Enterprises it LLC. It was it was awesome. <laughs> uh, we actually still have an awesome video from that um, from that event, which was yeah. pretty sweet. Just nice. part one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that never really materialized into much, yeah. um, and then. Uh, I came back from New Jersey and Nate hit me up and he's like, hey, he's like, let's let's do something crazy. And I wasn't working at the time. He's like, let's make some beats. Yeah. Like, let's do it, man. So we did 30 yeah. beats in 30 days. And yeah. This was back before the whole 30 day beat challenge that I see everywhere now. This sure. Was, I don't know. When was this? 20, 2011? Something like 2011, that. 2011, 2012, sure. something like that. <clears throat> so uh, we started going back and forth with some beats until we, uh, you know, I'll let yeah. you go from there. Oh yeah, and then around that time I moved to Seattle, so we threw all the beats we, away. I thought we kicked it off around that point, but something like that. But yeah, uh, what basically happened was I knew Ben was going to come with some serious heat. Uh huh. So I tried to stack as many samples as I possibly could, and then we started trading back and forth. But the brilliance of Ben is his his humbleness. Because he'll never tell you how good you're doing. He'll just keep drawing it out of you. Sure. Because every time I would send one, he would never say anything. He would like write an email back. Cool. I'm like, man, I worked all night on that. <laughs> yeah, no feedback or nothing. <laughs> and then later I found out from his from his wife, she'd be like, oh, he was freaking out when you were sending me. I was like, man, why didn't he tell me that two years ago? <laughs> but Dude, the cool thing is it, 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 made me, it made me so much better. I just kept trying harder and harder. I was like, I've got to get him to say something. Yeah. Yeah, so we, yeah, just, be- we became, bring the best uh, out of each other. So it really came, became a beautiful collaboration after that. It's yeah. the, one, the one-upsmanship of, oh, my God, what did yep. he just drop? I got to do, I got to bring something right. better. Sure. Um, not even knowing in the end, like, how these projects come about or how they have we don't even know how they're going to end up but we know that in our process of doing 30 beats like i want to smash him and he wants to smash me and that's just how it goes but at the same time we're appreciating what the others bring to the table so yeah pretty awesome it's like an ongoing beat battle between these two never, hey, never yeah. ending it's been going on since 2009 <laughs> whatever we're coming up on a decade of battle <laughs> so what then inspired you to re- i guess like the first one is quick trigger um, yep. And you dropped that in 2014. Yep. Um, and so that was originated from the uh, 30 beats in 30 days thing. Yeah. Yep. It did indeed. And how many records? Like all? Did all the records come from those 30 days, or did you make records after that? Um, that came afterwards. Like, did you did you only pull from that 30 beats each, or did you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, the beautiful thing is you have. 60 beats at the end of 30 days to choose from sure and you're just like a kid in a candy store and you start to whittle down all the fat you're just trimming the fat over and over again just to get to the the essence of what the best of the best is and then it's a matter of figuring out 
which tracks work best with the next one that's going to follow it. Sure. So once we kind of figured out that routine, it was like, oh, game over. We got this. Uh-huh. We totally pulled this off. Yeah, I think he he probably came up with the first pairing. He said, this goes really good into this. Sure. So that was like, all right, lift off. Like, right. We're going to start right there. And then from there, it's like, all right, what's going to fit dope after that? Uh-huh. I think we had like two or three beats that we were like, yo, these are super, super fresh. Like, we're going to drop these on QT no matter what. Yeah. Uh, and then the rest, it was like, yeah. let's really build this kind of cinematic you know spaghetti western hip-hop instrumental which is really what we were going for so. yeah. yeah hell yeah and so your first record quick trigger sold out yeah it's not available crazy that's fucking awesome as far as we know it's not available. Uh, maybe there's one hanging out in a Ooh. undetermined location that was mysterious who knows we'll have to wait and see we'll have to wait and see uh tomorrow see what happens sure and then you've come together and released this new album tropicoro yeah and can you tell me, like, uh, how did this, uh, was this another 30 and 30? Yep, exactly. It, it was, but I think we also ended up drawing from past the original 30 and 32 just because of the, the vibe that we got ourselves on. We kind of had this, he, I think, he, again, he probably picked the first couple beats that we wanted to roll with. And then sure. this one was more of like, a, I don't think we had any specific bangers that we had to use. This one was like, let's really create... A, a, a place like you know Tropicoro is a an, an adventure island. Uh-huh. It's a it's a whole you know it's a movie yeah. man. So you know we're trying to create kind of this soundtrack and this this experience while yeah. we did it. And uh, so we more built this a full record rather than going in there with any preconceived notions and just kind of started going. Yeah, yeah. hell Definitely. yeah. So uh, so all these uh, vocal samples we're hearing, uh, these are telling the story of Tropicoro, or is the are these just vibe uh, builders? Uh, and the one you're listening to right now is Diamonds, and that's actually, because kind of the adventure part, it's actually about a diamond heist. So uh-huh. if you listen in the beginning, um, it'll talk about... Um, so what do you say? <laughs> a, talk, a guy trying to get a guy to do a diamond heist, and then I kind of go into a bunch of different samples from a ton of different places about Oh, so that must be a Ben Bounce song. Oh, oh we got one. Did I get, oh, am I giving okay. away secrets? Uh-oh. So you think. Now it's being revealed. Like I said, this is the yeah, most collaborative we've ever man. been. And that's also true. This is, without a doubt, the most collaborative we've ever been. Listen to this jam. Gosh. See, this is why I like recording with (laughs) your guys' music. We can talk about it right now. Like, so, so this is a sample, obviously, right? You guys didn't play the guitars on this, right? Took Uh, this from a record. We didn't, but somebody played the guitars on this. uh, Yeah, Drew Franklin played. This is Drew. Yeah. Holy shit! This is on the bass. On the bass. Hell yeah! Yeah. So, so did Drew? uh, Was he? Yes, absolutely. Was he a part of this track? uh, did he like make this for this track or how did that come about? So the original idea for this track sort of materialized on its own out of 30 and 30. Uh-huh. And then as it progressed, realized like there needs to be some bass in here. There needs to be more foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, there needs Something else needs to be built up in the background. And then, so I just hit him up and I was like, hey, this is the naked track. I'm going to send this to you. Can you work around it? He worked around it in like a day. Yeah. Sent me the stuff. And then we just started building it in. And um, at the time, I was freaking out on John Paul Jones bass lines uh-huh. specifically. <laughs> and I told him, I was like, hey, this, like, listen to this filtered John Paul Jones bass line yeah. that I found. I'm not asking you to replicate it because that's a, you know, that's a totally different thing. But this is kind of what's in my mind right now. And sure. He's like, okay, cool. And then he did his thing. 
Um, and then everything else was just constructed around that. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. This I, is did, also I didn't sort know of, that that was going to happen either, by the way. Like, yeah. He had said that uh, Drew was going to get involved, which was obviously pr- important for both of us. But yeah. I didn't know to what capacity. Um, and to hear, he kind of just sprung the finished product on me. And obviously to hear hear that is was pretty special. And just to, the fact that Drew was able to, to be a part of this um, yeah. was pretty awesome. Yeah, and no, that's great. That's fucking incredible. <laughs> um, uh, a question I wanted to ask about uh, the record is that I was looking at the, the back on the on the uh, credits, and it says uh, mixed by Paces Lift and Ben Mount. So can you tell me about the process of you guys mixing uh, your own record? Yeah, absolutely. We, Challenging. Yeah, we learned a lot from Quick Trigger going to our mastering engineer, Barry Corliss, uh, up in Seattle. He would just give us pointers. Like every time I went in and talked to him, he would say, hey, think about this, think about this, think about this. So I would just take lots and lots of notes yeah so quick trigger is decidedly more rough a little bit more rugged mix wise sure so we we took everything we learned because then i would share with ben ben would share some ideas with me and we would just go back and forth and then we just ended up getting better at mixing yeah that's why we just we didn't outsource it we just wanted to keep it the way it was because we still wanted a little bit of that a little bit of that amateurish grit to it. Sure. Make it feel a little bit more homemade. Okay. I think, I think we both have a sound that we each keep individually that we didn't want to lose yeah. by going to different people. Um, right. And at the same time, having to work together to make it a cohesive sound, which was, you know, I would send stuff to him and he would put things together and he'd be like, hey, I need you to make a couple quick adjustments to make this work. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got an engineering background as it is and just trying to bring that and us both working together. I mean, definitely a challenge, especially being long distance, back and forth. We spent a lot of time on speakerphone, going yeah. back and forth on stuff. Yeah. Uh, a lot of pacing in the lot, backyard. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, you take it to the mastering engineer. And since, you know, if I were to come to Matt, I would hear the mix. I would hear the master. I would hear it. But with Barry, you know, he would do a, a mix on it. And it's like I would hear things come out of my shit that I yeah. would not have any clue would have been a focus of anything. But it'd be much different. So sure. I would make some quick adjustments and then we would go back to it. So a little a little bit of pain. But at the same time, like it came out beautifully. It came out how we wanted it. So and wonderful. Ben always had a very nice, very clean, clear mix in his stuff as far as I'm concerned. I always had to work extra hard. To match that, so I feel like I I definitely went to school a lot. I uh, think his mixes are fine. And he's under, <laughs> underselling nah, this. Well, he had to work real hard. Under, yeah, underselling this completely. I definitely did. He had to do his um, homework, Ben. Don't fucking knock his efforts. Bounce Bounce was like, it's cool. It's cool. It was I. It's cool. It's decent. I mean, your your bass isn't as good as my bass, but. <laughs> well, that, let I'll me tell you, it. when it comes to bass, you know, when somebody compliments your bass, that just feels. So good. Yeah. With this record, with the beats I would send Ben, he would be like, man, your bass is so in the pocket. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Victory. I made it. My fa- One of my favorite things is when a guy tells me that I broke his car. He's like, dude, I was oh, listening nice. to it and it broke my subs. It was great. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. And they're like, no, dude, it was great. <laughs> I replace him now. <laughs> I always think that's wild. So... When you're making Tropicora, what are you guys making it on? You're, you're making it on your uh, home DAWs and you're sending back and forth? Are you guys collaboratively sending stems? How, how's that going? 2008, Acid Pro 7. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm still rocking Reason. Um, same thing as I was. I dabbled in some other stuff. I've never really <laughs> ventured away. Yeah. Um, but this, this time I did send him some stems. Um, I know there was a couple things that he wanted to play with as far as... So one of the fun things that we do is we'll each start when we do this 30 and 30, not with a complete song, but with a 
a start, right? Sure. You got a 45 second, like, like, like a beat battle joint, right? Yeah. I'm going to make a minute long something that I'm going to bring the best heat that I can. Yeah. And then from there, how am I going to turn that minute into a two to three minute composition? Sure. And when you're working with samples and you're doing different stuff, that can be challenging. Oh, yeah. So, and I think that was fun for us to both challenge each other in doing that. But there were some cases where maybe I was like, yeah, I'm done. Like, <laughs> I, got, I got a minute 20 on this. Like, that's all. And he's like, yo, yeah. just shoot me a couple of the samples real quick. Shoot me a couple of the stems. Let me fool with it a little bit. So he would, you know, maybe do a couple. He's like, yo, maybe try this and this. I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm with that. And then also, too, doing the, the transitions, obviously, from one track to the yeah. next track. You know, he was kind of in charge of the final sequencing, how this was going to work, and kind of bridging those transitions. So, sure. um, send we, stems to I would send stems together. to exactly. So we would, you know, he would take this and layer this, and then reverse that over the top of it, and you know, delayed and a little verb into there, and then yada yada, here we are. Yeah. So, so yeah, we we definitely we have a very symbiotic you know, coexistence when it comes to this. I don't think either of us have a problem sharing our work with each other. Sure. I so, got to hand it to Ben because he definitely let me make some very drastic decisions with a lot of stuff. Like, he must trust you. Like, remove all your drums from this. Like, what? Like, all of them. Take them all out. You know, but it, it worked. It all it all ended up working out. I think there was only one or two times over the course of this record where I was like, no. <laughs> no. Put it back. <laughs> but we did it anyway. <laughs> kind of. Ben still, ben still got a little W in there. Still, still got a, a slight win. True that. The beautiful thing is that like competitive like friendly competitive struggle. Sure. Like, that's where that's where we really shine is like he's more of a producer, I'm more of a composer. So he'll make that instant beat that makes you, oh my God, what the what is that? That's yeah. incredible. I gotta know what that's amazing. Run that back. What is that? Where I'm more of like build up the story, break it down, build it back up again. Sure. And when we, we put those two together, that's how we get our sound and it works. There perfectly. you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I heard if you play Tropicoro backwards, you actually get teleported into a whole nother dimension and uh is there any truth to that that's what you said <laughs> okay did, did it happen to you last night <laughs> it happened to me the first time i listened to tropical i played it backwards happened. on accident <laughs> yet contrary to popular belief there are no samples that cross over into the two records I'll let that gather <laughs> that back. i thought that uh when i was listening to it that one of the reverse samples sounded like uh another one it was it or it felt vibey and i thought i liked that i wasn't it didn't have to be it it could it was just neat you didn't use a nato weight or a bass or anything nothing was the uh these are all constructed simply from uh the samples no there's 808s and And you only you don't have a favorite 808 that was on the first uh quick trigger that's on the second tropicoro not from my end i don't think Mm. i i may have used some 808s in mine i don't Mm. know that i would specifically have a favorite that i have reused but i will use tools that are available to me to fit the track sure I, I can't i couldn't tell you if i use the same one no i have no idea cool so tropic coro is released on vinyl how do you handle the flip how do you guys decide what's going to be on the a and what's going to be on the b where does it stop how does that how do you handle that i don't Gently. know how much we can actually Gently. talk about that particular okay. process oh uh, there's there's time i mean it's you, all about the flow yeah and there's time constraints right so do you, on vinyl you only have so like a digital you could Take as much time as you want. You could do a 40 fucking song record if sure. you wanted to. But, you know, with vinyl, what do you, I mean, we got less than 20 minutes aside almost yeah, to, to play minutes with. Max. So, how do you create the most impact per side to really drive it home? So, like, we're trying to tell a story, right? Yeah. So, and that's just it. It's just, I think, and I actually feel like this time we actually made side A and then we made set the side B, if I, 
remember that, right. I know we had some things that we wanted to play with, but uh-huh. I feel like it was side A, and then, you know, I, we're obviously listening to the beginning of side B right now. Yeah. Um, and Obviously. 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 I couldn't say who made this track, but obviously. it's... Um, it's a funky track. Oh, I know this one. No, really, I mean, I knew... I'll, I'll let this cat out of the bag. I knew right away what the second song would be, because... My philosophy is the second song is the best song. Uh-huh. The first song is the second best song. Ooh. Because the first song grabs you in. And it's got to be good enough to be like, whoa, what is that? But the second one has to take it up a notch to pull you in and keep you there. Sure. So I knew right away Telephone was number two, no matter what. No compromise. <laughs> it's Telephone. And we once we both agreed on that, it was just plug and play. Sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, telephone's a good joint. Um, it was a good joint. Again, don't know who made it. <laughs> Can't say. <laughs> but, uh, it's, wild. it's wild. Argentina. That's a funny one. <laughs> um, That's the country. Which city? I like DJ Who as a co-host. Have you ever had DJ Who as a co-host before? Uh, he's maybe been on a show or two, yeah, but yeah. he doesn't like to get on the mic. I don't say Well, much. he's too busy working. Yeah, he's usually yeah. taking See, photos or videos. Remember. I'm working. <laughs> he remembers. It's hard work when you, you're just skiing in the winter. Right. So, uh, on Quick Trigger, so I my experience with Quick Trigger was that I would always listen to the record straight through online. Oh, thank you. And uh, it, I never felt there was a flip in in it. Like it never, oh, I wow. never detected there was like a two side right. thing going on. So I guess I'm kind of asking, is that something that, I guess kind of with that last one, is that something yeah. that you are planning for, or does it just happen? Well, like for the physical flip? No, well, not, well, like, we, just like, are you grouping, like, do you, do you set off, like, the, this B-side seems like it started off, like, with a jump. Yep. Like, you planned it to be a jump off. I and, think we built it for vinyl. I sure. mean, that was always the plan, right? We love QT, we love everything about QT, the vinyl aspect of that, and the fact that there is an A-side and a B-side, and yeah. each can be its own separate piece as well as being one whole. Sure. Um, so yeah, I think we did plan it that way. Uh-huh. Um, if it, you know, I think digital and streaming it, it would still probably work, right? Because we're oh, still sure. going to have that, that slam. But, but yes, I mean, it definitely was built for an A-side, B-side. Cool. Do you guys have another 30 coming up? Eventually. <laughs> I think um, you have a hundred. You have 120 beats between you that that you've only put out what uh, 20, 20 of. Wow, well, you're over there doing the math. Yeah, that's the. Uh, yeah, but we don't keep those. We just kind of delete them. You throw them, them away we afterwards. Them. Oh, we don't sure. Keep them. If they didn't make the record, they weren't good. You know, enough. you know, Matt. I'm glad you asked that question because it really all depends on how many people cop a Tropicoro. That's true. Damn. That was a good. Uh, that's a good rhyme that you came up with. I like that. I stole it from you. Rolls off the tongue. Kappa Trappa Coro. Just whatever you do, don't rap it over a beat battle. Do you might get in trouble. I gotta see that. I would like to see that. Uh, we actually do still have hella beats. Uh, I bet you do. And, yeah, it's, but it's it, insane. But again, like it takes so much time, and I, I, I'll be honest, I'm the fucking asshole that can't get his shit together and do work uh it's it's hard man real real life is hard i'm not gonna lie sure uh work children uh, a wonderful wife at home like i you know these are things that uh i cherish and i want to devote my time to and if i can get some time to work on music that's 
that's great. Um, and I know that there will be a time then that we will oh, yeah. continue to work. I have no doubt. Um, it's just about being in that mindset to be ready to create and turn the brain on and, and get rolling, man. Because yeah. you gotta it takes dedication. I'm oh, sure absolutely. all the producers listening know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, you yeah. know, your brain's gotta be on and ready to go. Oh, for sure, absolutely. But until then, Capa Tropicoro. Mm. Right? It's brand new. Listen to this for four years. There is, there is a giant catalog of beats, but I will tell you, it's the best of the best is on the records. Period. Yeah, that's how that's how we picked them. They're the best of the best, and they work the best with each other to create that fluid vibe, that narrative that starts from the beginning and goes to the end. Was, yes. there, was there ever just like one that you wish you could get on there, but it just didn't fit? Oh yeah. Or they did were, you like oh, yeah. make sure you could shove it in there and having just enough time? Yeah, there were some that were, they were almost too hot. Like they would change the whole vibe of the record. Okay. Too funky, too hard, yeah. too, too amazing. So it was kind of weird, like, oh, well, that should fit, but didn't really fit. So it all kind of, when you have 60% of it, 60% of the vibe already figured out. And then you have this one that's like, oh, well, now it's a totally different thing. It's mm -hmm. like, well, maybe we can put that to the side. Yeah, you guys and see what kept all the later. trap records off. Yeah, that's well. That's another record. We put that out under our different name, Capatoro, Capa Toro, Capa Toro. That that is our our trap name. <laughs> it's Toro about cop. it's. <laughs> Toro cop. It's a it's a Japanese tiger cop. There you go. <laughs> Live studio audience. <laughs> Filming in Hollywood, California. So you've got a, a, a release party coming here in St. Louis. You guys have flown into St. Louis. That's why we're recording you guys here live. We didn't have to call you in. It's true. We, yeah. we both did our our first interviews over the phone, and now are here in studio. In the yeah. studio. In beautiful Suburban Pro in this South City, St. Louis. Yeah. So you've got a, a release party we're doing tomorrow. You guys got any special things planned for the release party? Yeah, we have a tropical cabaret. Ooh. Um... It's going to be amazing. I'm really excited about it. There's going to be some dancers dancing to the tracks, and it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to get some photos and stuff and show oh, the yeah. people. That's Definitely. it. I heard, is DJ Matsuwiki going to be oh, shit. Yeah. playing some records, though? It's going to be an Afrobeat opener, which gonna be, I'm really excited about. It's going to be an Afrobeat opener. No way. Afrobeat closer. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. I want to shut this party down. Yeah. I'm going to put some 15-minute yeah. songs on and just let them slide. That's, that's what I do at the restaurant. That's what a, a proper DJ does. Yeah. yeah. Matt's just going to put a song on, come out and hang out with us and be like, Hold oh, on. that's the end. Hold on. I'll be right back. That's right. <laughs> AKA bathroom cuts. So you guys are both DJs. You guys, uh, do you guys DJ together ever? We have before in Seattle a few times. Yeah. What uh -huh. do you, yeah, what do you the, guys? When the planets align, we, we try and get something done. Absolutely. What's a, what's a, a Paces Live Ben Bounce Night look like? What's, uh, what other than 80s, around? other we than did, 80s. We did one uh, that was all 45s, but there was uh, no format. So it was whatever 45s we had. Sure. Um, so it was a little bit all over the What's place. What's your best 45s? Give me your both. Your best. My What's best your favorite? 45? Your favorite 45 to put on. Oh. Mm. You got a coveted one? I don't. I bought a bunch of um, random James Brown 45s. Nice. This little junk store in Topeka, Kansas. Uh -huh. So I kind of covet those, even though they're just whatever. I just Anything, you know, OG James Brown 45s makes me happy in my pants. Yeah. Paces lift. You got anything? Yeah, mine mine is a Charles Bradley Nirvana cover. Whoa. Yeah, it's called Stay Away. 
That's yeah, awesome. That's my favorite 45. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What color is it? But you can't always... It's just black. Just a black one. But you can't uh, can't always play it because it's very, very heavy. I mean, you could, but I like to play it at just the right time. It's just a rare one that you caught yeah. and you feel... You like like if I want cherish. people to get out and leave, like, get out. <laughs> or if I want the heads to stay, it'll achieve both. Okay. What I like about spinning with Nate is he forces me to bring out my vinyl. And okay. rather than maybe go to my digital crates, which are clearly deeper, but um, uh, just a little bit different. And it's it's great for me because it makes me dig and jump into my collection and pick out what, you know, something different. And I remember I, I think I dropped uh, I dropped something on you the last time we spent with Noel. And uh, I can't remember what it was. It was uh, an 80s theme song. That he was like, I don't know if he should play an '80s theme Ghostbusters? song at this night. No, it was like it was supposed to be like <laughs> Afrobeat funk. It's actually Goat Butters. And uh, <laughs> uh, what was it? Um, I don't know. It was I'll the Miami Vice theme it. song? It was not the no. Miami Vice picture disc. That's mine. I, I own that actually. I mean, everybody does by default. <laughs> the Miami Vice picture disc, really? Yeah. Dude, I really do have that sitting in my studio. That and the, that and the, it was amazing. the Thriller picture disc. I don't have that. Okay. I'll, I'll give you one. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's fun. It's fun to play records with him. Both of us can play off each other pretty well. Mm-hmm. And then we're always drinking whenever we do it. So by the end of the night, we're both yeah. just like, what? Dude, what did you just play? What the yeah. fuck is happening? I'm getting oh. super psyched. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe you yeah. guys will play some uh, digital cuts tomorrow or something. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I brought well, maybe my we'll drive, go record so. shopping tomorrow. That's Ooh. not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Broke. <laughs> Oh, you go to the dollar bins, remember? Broke. <laughs> King of the 99-cent bins. Still broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all right. You got CD Baby checks that haven't been cashed yet. Ooh. Yeah, one of them was over the 180 days, so I got to call him about that. <laughs> he came into his old crib today. Oh, shit. And, and checked the mail. <laughs> the house he hasn't lived in in years. It's a lot and of mail. there are CD Baby checks. That he hasn't cashed yet. I'm like, you got money just like hanging out. Balling. I just love, I thought that, I love that. Because me, I'd be like, oh, CD Baby, I'm going to cash that right now. Get that five bucks. Oh, I'm sure everybody told him about those checks being in the mail. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, I, I, um, I looked by the baseball bats by the door and there they were yeah. sitting peacefully in the, I love that. In the window. So. <laughs> hey, so when uh, when you guys dropped, you've got a special thing that I think is the cool one of the coolest things about the packaging of Tropicoro Me is that you have a Tropicoro slip mat. Yeah, fresh. Yeah. Right? I didn't even Surprise. really know about this. Yeah, it's how, I mean, S- super cool. I Thank can't you. tell people about how great the artwork is on this, and I'll let Nate touch on how yeah. this artwork really came about. It's really a, a, quite a process. It probably was almost a bigger process as actually putting the record together. I've heard yeah. some ups and downs about um, it. it so I'll let him kind of jump in on how this went down. I mean, it is what it is. When you, when you have a vision for the record and you, you have to rely on other people to help you yeah. achieve that vision, it's, it's going to go one way or the other. So this was really just taking a lot of time figuring out the right fit. And there were a few times when we thought we had the right fit and then they would fall apart, it wouldn't materialize, and we'd have to go back to the drawing board. So it was a little frustrating at times because the record was ready, yeah, but the artwork was not. Whew. And we, you know, our philosophy is the artwork has to be as good or better as the record itself. It's part of if the If not, whole then package. it does not. It's part it, of the It will not cut it, period. Yeah. Part of the story. Uh, yeah. 
It's got to be something so good that it's on the wall of a record shop. Somebody walks in, they see it, they know nothing about it, but they're in, they're drawn to it. They want to know what it is. They want to check it out. Yeah, that's that's what we want. Absolutely. So it just took a little bit to find that. And what was so cool about this is I think we 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 had a, a number of different artists and takes on how this should go, but Five. in the end, like he sent me this piece, and I think we both looked at it like, holy shit, like. This is spectacular. Yeah, and I think it was this guy's like first draft. He just heard it through it, like yeah, unbelievable. And and it just the color scheme, the way that it worked, the its aura, you know, yeah. its, its essence, uh, really spoke to what this was. And obviously, also yielded a beautiful slip mat. Yeah, um, yeah. which could Gorgeous. be yours if you purchase the package Tropicoro yeah. edition, <laughs> or you can purchase it individually. Oh, and the beautiful thing is the artist actually lives on an island. He's actually in Bali. Oh wow! Which is really cool. That's wild. Yeah. How did you uh, connect that? I found him on the back of a record jacket. Yeah. Yep. And you just there was a record jacket that I saw that I was like, "What is that?" And then I I saw his name. I looked him up. I just did a little research. Shot in the dark while I was in China. I sent him an email like, "Hey, really like your stuff. This is what we're doing. Uh, let's connect." And he was into the idea. It was a little tricky. The terms were. One draft, take it or leave it. But at that point, we we were running out of time. We were both getting impatient. We both felt his artwork is strong enough to pull this off, and he totally exceeded expectations. Absolutely wild. Yeah. What a dice roll, huh? Yeah, for sure. Well, it's, after we had what we had gone through previously, it was oh, yeah. like a let's let's give it a shot. Why not? Let's yeah. see what happens. And plus, after something like Quick Trigger, we want to make it as good or better. I'll say that again. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And we think it definitely achieved that because we both saw it and we were like, what? This is this is different. This, it, this is great. It is. It, it's it's such a different record than, than Quick Trigger. Like, Quick Trigger is an amazing record. Um, but I think this record kind of shows our growth a little bit. But at oh, the same sure. time, it shows, it, it tells a different story. You know, it's a completely different thing. So, um, yeah, super, super cool. Hell yeah. And here's some trivia for you. Uh huh. The back of the record is actually inspired by a Philip Glass record. Okay. An old Philip Glass record called Music in 12 Parts. Nice. Yeah. The color, the layout, everything. And what's crazy about that is when I started corresponding with this artist, I was just getting back into Philip Glass after years of not really listening to his stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was just getting back into it, and then he lets me know hey, by the way, the back of the cover has to do with Philip Glass. But I was like, well, that's a crazy connection because I just started listening to that guy again. Yeah. So there are a lot of really cool nuances and connections like that. And I mean, the whole record from the art to the audio is filled with Easter eggs that nobody will ever even figure out. But that's kind of the way we like it. Just like Quick Trigger, there's just Easter egg after Easter egg. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Including with the titles or hidden meetings in the titles, everything. So. Uh, Nemesis 360, I guess I yep. just figured out, huh? You did indeed. <laughs> yep. You can credit DJ Who for that one. <laughs> so I was wondering, uh, could you tell us some about the... Uh, the mastering engineer you worked with, because this was one of his last records yep. uh, that I understand. Yeah. Barry Corliss has mastered some excellent um, hip-hop artists, everybody from Jake One and Boom Back Project, a lot of Seattle acts, and uh, he just has a really amazing ear and um, a 99% analog studio. Uh-oh, quick sugar coming on. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, the strings just come in hard. 
letting you know what time it is. <laughs> uh, but he was really cool. He's very patient. He would let us do sessions where we could bring in what we've been working on, and he would let us know, like, hey, change this and this and this, and then we'll begin. Instead of just charging us, like, right away. Sure. Which really helped us out, and that's where I got the bulk of my engineering notes from initially was these these complimentary sessions where he was so generous and just being like, hey, this is what you should try and do. Think about this, think about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. So you're talking about, like, tonality stuff. He's like, hey, this is sounding, yeah. like, uh, heavy in this, or maybe sure. it's a little... Uh, light right. in this area or, or maybe it could be a little more transient or right and I mean you're you're an engineer you know how it is when you create a relationship with an artist and then you figure out I mean if it's if it's a long-running relationship you figure out where they want to go but then you know what's possible sure and then you try to figure out how to meet in the middle I know you and Ben have worked extensively together so you both have that relationship but I had to sort of create that relationship yeah um, while Ben was farther away from the engineer, I was closer. Mm -hmm. So I would take the tracks to him and, and we would sort of create that relationship. And then he would tell me, you know, he would give me opinions on things versus technical possibilities. Sure. So then I had to sort of over time decipher, okay, well, what he just said was his opinion. <laughs> I'm leaving that in there. Yeah. Versus, oh, that's going to make a clip. Okay, cool. I can change you know, this, that, and the other to fix that. Sure. But figuring that out was, it took a little bit of time, but once I figured it out, it, it made a lot of sense. That's awesome. Yeah. What, uh, choosing a mastering engineer, what like what kind of things did he bring to the table other than a track record that, uh, in a 99% analog studio? Was there a certain stuff that, like, like this guy's sound is a certain way that I'm really into, or...? Not really. It was luck. It was luck. Yeah, he just I, fit the I glove up, in the I end. Up, yeah, absolutely. It was total luck. I hit up... Um, my brother had recommended a DJ to me to kind of connect with when I first moved out into Seattle. And then I, the DJ recommended me the mastering engineer, Barry, and then I went to meet him. And we clicked right away. The first session, actually, I thought for some reason... I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I could trust this guy. Who is this guy? whatever like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna time him see if he see if he char overcharges me or something and then when i finished my timer his timer was on the exact same page and everything and but just working through it it was it was all luck like sure. he, was, he just ended up being really cool and now we're friends like he'll email me and he'll just chat me up yeah yeah that's awesome mm -hmm. does he uh own a quick trigger uh he does i gave him one he forgot he had it uh-huh but I gave him one. And does he own a Tropicoro? He does not because he retired. So he shut down his entire studio. He's not mastering records anymore. So the so he the doesn't, last, doesn't listen to music anymore. The He's just done. <laughs> the last the last two records that Wax Thematic put out, he mastered. Those were his. Those were some of the last two records he'll ever master because he just he decided to retire and shut down the studio. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome though. Yeah. But you guys got in there. I'm just glad we were able to do two paces lift bin bounce records with the same mastering engineer but now i guess we'll need a new one so yeah. if you know any engineers matt I'm, i don't know maybe we could try and figure i that could out. recommend some people <laughs> <laughs> i really want to get my name on a wax thematic record oh yeah you just got a copa tropicoro first oh i already chopped a copicoro <laughs> i already dropped a copicoro <laughs> Mine came in on Wednesday. <laughs> Man, are we 
Are we going or too Tuesday. long? Oh, the studio audience got really quiet. Oh no, that doesn't. They don't matter. The peanut oh, gallery. Okay. All right. <laughs> the Peter gallery. Uh, so, <laughs> what's what's different about putting a record out that's on vinyl versus um, a digital release? Uh, Do you feel uh, like you so... have to like? Do you have to plan for that, or is that not your realm? Like, is that the mastering engineer's job in in your? Oh, it's like from an engineering standpoint. From like when you're, yeah. Oh, Sorry, he mastered yes. It. He mastered it for a vinyl exclusively. Did you have to do anything to compensate or think about where your medium was? Did you consider any of that? Was that something you were thinking of, or is that like something that literally the mastering engineer for you is is taking care of? Yeah, I I don't know that. Engineering wise, that I could think of anything in my brain that I specifically said I won't. I think because I, I don't know. It's it's on vinyl. I know there's probably some limitations, but I, I couldn't tell you specifically sure. what those would. be. Like I always mastered. A, like I I really like mono bass. Like I have mono all my bass. Nice. And if I was making a vinyl record, I would do that. But I don't know that that's something you have to consider. Maybe uh, maybe that's just me working as an engineer more. No, I I think we went into it with the sound that we wanted to achieve, and then the medium that we wanted to present it on and it was just a matter of meeting the mastering engineer in the middle like cool tell us what you need us to do to make our sound sound translate properly exactly yeah. to vinyl yeah. sure and i think we needed that guidance because i mean definitely i i mean i i i do i went to engineering school but i couldn't it just isn't something that i followed up on so i mean i i couldn't tell you i just try to make it sound great yeah right i want it to sound good i want what's in my brain to be able to come out on that vinyl the same way it's in my brain absolutely uh, and that's what was great about barry and through nate's sessions with him i unfortunately was not able to participate in those sessions um just being further away being in yakima and then being in vancouver wasn't able to do that but, sure you know i know that the time that he got to spend with barry was invaluable for him i think he learned a ton um, but at the same time, it also helped us create yeah. this this product. So sure. it's pretty yeah. awesome. And so, how many hot dogs did you guys eat making Tropicoro? Zero. I, I ate at least thirty-one. I had zero because mm -hmm. you shouldn't ever eat a hot dog. I okay, mean, I'm into it. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah, That's I cool. love a good hot dog. Teach their own, right? I mean, mm -hmm. Yin and yang. Snares yeah. or claps? Both. I layer on top of each other and off time. Ooh, yeah. I like Slightly taking off. claps and cutting them in half. And then putting a snare over the top. Do you top. cut them in half um, left or right or um, <laughs> time-wise? Diagonally. Oh. Yeah. So it's like a little equation? Yeah, you measure it diagonally. Uh-huh. And you're using centimeters or you're in inches when Both. you're measuring? Metric system. Both. Both. Wonderful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, 808s <laughs> are bass lines on these records. Do you? Did you have something Both. you tended to stick towards uh, i don't think i specifically used 808s there's a, a few drum machines i would pull kicks from uh-huh but i would never like seek out an 808 i don't think i ever seek out a specific drum it's just i'm just trying to hunt for a sound that fits the vibe sure but i think i can't touch ben's drums Those i don't know that i would think these are I've heavy 808 records they don't strike me no? as that kind of a you, you know you've mixed with me you know that i never go heavy on an 808 <laughs> and i don't know if you remember that but it's like i 
a lot of people use 808s as their main. No, you're a baseline you know, guy. You like real sustained basses. I, I do real simple basslines. Like I don't like anything real over the top. I just like simple. You know, it can even be simple sign. Although now the reasons got these third party plugins, I've gone more towards a more live sounding bass. Sure. Um, but at the same time, um, I'll use an 808 to layer under a kick, or if I want to accentuate, or if it's got to be a impact kind of drop or something like that. But it's like other than that. I feel like that's the purpose of an 808. I can't use an 808 as my main percussion. It just doesn't jive with my brain. Sure. Oh, you know, Matt Sherlock Holmes over here, when we were in Denver, he was picking apart Tropicoro, and he was like, oh, I know these are Ben's drums. <laughs> I, know these are, I know these are Nathan's drums. And guess what? Driving up the pass. right the whole time. Driving up the pass. He was or, like, or oh, was he? oh or ben, was he Ben's right? drums are always like... Chick, 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 chick. <laughs> I was like, "What is that?" Oh, uh, that's uh, you know, Ben's got the little shuffle drums he puts in everything. And he was like, he was like, "Oh, this is Ben. Oh, this track's Ben because there's a vocal sample on it." Then you remember when you turned the album off? I did, and then something else was playing. I was like, "This is and a Matt Ben was song." Like, Matt was like, "This one's crazy." I was like, "It's a different record." I think that's been bounce. That's a compliment though, because it was like some Ethiopian funk or something. I don't know what it was. That was awesome. Uh, Midwest or Pacific Northwest? Man, this Ooh, is don't make anybody mad. The right ever now. going battle in my brain, right? It's so. I mean, Midwest has a lot of great things going for it, right? Food. <laughs> Food. Hey, baby, it's Beer. not you. <laughs> no, I, I like that. So, so, all right. Well, let's talk about tornadoes. Let's talk about some weather. Ooh. All right. Weather no, in the Midwest. Not. Can we? Let's weather not. in the Midwest, each, it just fucking sucks. I don't know a better way to put it. You compare them. The I mean, I can afford the, the air conditioning Northwest. that I need at least. <laughs> I don't know that I can afford it's true. it out there. You know, my, my house in, in Vancouver does not have air conditioning. And I can tell you last summer well, it was you guys, 110. You should try it, it out. <laughs> anyway. Do you get a window unit? No, we're not allowed. HOA. Cardinals or Mariners? Stop it. Cardinals. All day. Every day. Hot dogs or bratwurst? Bratwurst. Brats all day. Just don't poke them. Quick trigger or tropicoral? Tropicoral. Fuck uh, you. <laughs> Tropa trigger. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm going with tropicoral. 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 Kappa quicker tropicoro. This is Come a new language. <laughs> I'm a rapper now. I'm taking tropicoro. I think it. I think it is the next level, and I love it, and I'm proud of it. I'm proud of both of our records, but I'm especially proud of of tropicoro. It's nice when you feel yourself maturing. Oh in sure. The, in the art that you create, it's not to discount what came before, but when you look back at the lineage, it's nice to see yourself grow and take your vision further than you thought you could have taken it. I think it's really interesting to hear your guys' perspectives on your records versus what my perspective on your records are. Please inform. Well, I, I feel like you think there's down, like there's shortcomings in Quick Trigger or not maybe necessarily uh, shortcomings, but you're like, it's rough, it's this, it's that, and it's like, oh man, those it, aren't, those, you're saying those in like connotations that are like, that are negatively and I'm kind of like, I, there's stuff about that that I would never have negatively commented on. It's all about perspective, though. We've we've spent so much time. Like I'm hearing in the first when the, when when Quick Trigger first came on, like I can hear right. how maybe you guys didn't handle stereo fields as as uh, deliberately. Like maybe samples are laying in the spot where they ended up laying, where it sounds like Travacoro's space is way more defined, way more uh, like mm. um, chosen. Not maybe left to chance or something like that. Sure. I think we definitely spent more time thinking about the stereo space when it comes to travel. I think we took more time to make 
Trapacora. I think we we definitely dove further in than we did previously. Yeah. Um, and also too, just to answer your last question, I think there's a question that you would ask your beat battle contestants, which uh-huh. is, how do you know when a beat is finished? Sure. And the it's answer actually is, complete. It's complete. Sorry. The answer is never. <laughs> is the an- that's the answer to that. And that's what happened with Quick Trigger. And that's yeah. what happened with Trapper Coral. It's never finished. It's never done. So yeah, there's shortcomings because we're both perfectionists. We want it to be perfect and it's never going to be perfect. For you, it's never going to be. But I'm kind of saying like maybe uh, just appreciate that there's a different perspective that thinks that they are like masterpieces in their in their entirety. And I... And I 100% love and appreciate you yeah, and anybody totally. else who has feelings either way about the records. I <laughs> I love opinions no matter what and I do appreciate that but I mean it's just never going to be finished. It's just, sure. just the way it is man. It's oh, just yeah. never done. That highlights how well we work together because we disagree a lot and we're okay with disagreeing a lot. I feel like they're totally finished like they're done. Like when they're done they're done. That's cool. Alright cool let's, let's move on. Oh that's Ben that I know all about Ben and Beats. <laughs> <laughs> it's never done. Yeah. Oh, you, you, the Ben doesn't want to give it to anybody because because it's it, it 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 means something greater than than it possibly means at this moment. And that's why I, mean? I have two hundred beats sitting on my computer sure. that will never have a home. <laughs> but I'm just saying, yeah, no, it's that's pretty. It's pretty tight to hear your perspective and hear what you think. Like li- literally, what I feel like are you're, you're kind of like selling it short, and I'm like. <laughs> It's a fucking great. I don't think you're selling it short, literally, but I think you are. Yeah, like yeah. these aren't positive words you're using to describe the that's, things that are different fair. between the two. You're not that's like fair. this one's a love record and this one's a a, a, a space record. <laughs> I think it's I mean? just because we're so excited about Tropicora. We sure, might, it might be easy to be like, ah, quick trigger. Totally. Ah. No, no, I yeah, get yeah. it. I, I'm just we saying, love yeah. Both. Oh no, I we know love that. Both. First kid, second kid. You know. Totally, I get that. Appreciate. I appreciate. No, for sure. no, no, I'm not saying that I I love one of my kids and one of the other kids different. You just said it. What I'm saying is, I get your perspective of that. I get how That's you. Right, can, I, I, I understand. <laughs> I think I love both of my children equally. Iris and Orion. You're great children. We made Quick Trigger not. You're both better than Tropicora. Not having any background together. Right. Yeah. This was something new and this was something different. With Tropicora, I think we went in yeah. having a knowledge of each other, each other's work habits, each other's sampling abilities. You know, sure. we, we made the first one. It was like, yo, let's just make this fucking awesome record and let's yeah. just see what happens. I and think it came out awesome. Totally. I, I totally see the uh, the lineage of that as far as like, I mean, Tropicoro is a themed record, which not like the spaghetti westernness yeah. of, of Quick Trigger is totally a theme. And it's just definitely, I don't know that I... They're different. They're very different in that in that way. Well, it sort of became that because out of the thirty and thirty for Quick Trigger, this theme kept presenting itself sort just by accident. Sure. This sort of. Well, I mean, like, Tropicora did that, or like did you set dark, out? There's kind of like a dark western. There's something here, and then you know the banjo track, and it's just like, oh man, this is. Yeah. There's something to this. I wish I would have remixed that. That's my. And then, <laughs> now it's done. And then we started. <laughs> Mix it, done. Mixed it differently, you mean? Or I, remixed it? I wish I would have done things differently. Nah. On that song. On the, on, on the banjo cut? On the banjo on, on, no, song? No, 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 absolutely. People, Get the fuck out. People that I don't know, like, on, That's the fucking on Twitter jam. were hitting me up about that. Freaking out that somebody successfully flipped a banjo. That's true. And I was, it, it built itself like it was beautiful. I don't and know. those ho- those uh, strings, the fucking super Nasty. deep like cellos Nasty. and double basses that's or whatever. Why, that's why it's the Quick Trigger theme song. So how come that's not song two? Because it wasn't the best one. 
it went where it was supposed to go. Yeah. Okay. Get to work was the best one. That's why it's number two. <laughs> That's why it's number two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> But with Tropicoro, we definitely <laughs> so is the, we set out to make it more of an in- international sort of vibe. And a lot of things that from that 30 and 30 that you don't hear are very tribal. Sure. But they were way too tribal. They were just too dense. They didn't have a lot of melody to them. Uh-huh. So then once we found that thread, like, oh, okay, it's kind of tropical. Like, all right. And then we sort of built further along that idea, whereas Quick Trigger was more like... Just turn them and turn and burn, turn and burn. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and then the idea was, all right, we left the desert, and we found this tropical island, and this is a place now. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I mean the advent. I mean that's why we kind of did an adventure thing. Like my my original thought in my brain for the front cover was like a an old school 70s you know like hand drawn like movie poster right you got yeah. diamond heists you got marketplace running around driving around on scooters you got karate matches you got like all kinds of crazy shit you got boats you got you got uh, wrestlers like I, I got a whole theme the very last song on the record like I had a whole thing in my head about yeah. how, thought, you, how you know, that grappling hooks. you know who made the last song I think it might have been Nate might've, I'm not sure damn we got might've another been, one on Matt. which record hey. been Sean. <laughs> on which record Oh, oh! I thought Copa Tropicora. That other one. Oh, that one's that one's coming out next year. Oh, there's gonna be another adventure, huh? So, how did you come up with the name Tropicoro? Is there Ooh, a, um, a meaning to that mm, that is uh, t- to be revealed? That was, I wanted it to be one word, one word that had never been a word before. So, uh-huh. I really was trying to make it impossible for us. Something that you search for it, it's the only thing it'll possibly come up. Sure. Uh, but we wanted it to be tropical. So we went through many, many, many different oh, yeah. threads. Legitimate of words. Different versions <laughs> of words. the word tropical over and over and over again. And then I We talked international oh, and tropical and all that. There are all kinds words of in different languages. Types. And then I found this uh, there's like an indigenous tribe of people on this island that have like all but been extinct called the Koro people. And then we put that together and it was like, oh, that's got a nice ring to it. Yeah. That looks cool when I read it. Yeah, yeah. We wanted it to be unique, new, different, and something that had not existed before because that's what we feel like the record is. Yeah. So what do you think of when you hear Tropicoro? I think of all the blood, sweat, and tears that went into making a gorgeous record. (laughs) I and see I'm the, very happy with it. Me too. I, I see pictures in my head. Like everything, every beat that's on there, I can hear. Uh huh. And I, I, I have a vision in my head. I have a movie in my head about what's happening with this when this is taking place. Sure. And it's weird. And I, and I did that when I made the beats. I, I had that in mind. How would this go? There's people driving around on motor scooters. What would that sound like? What are they doing? Yeah. He's chasing after a girl. Like, yes, all that makes sense. Or a wrestler. He's a wrestler. He's beat down by right. life. Like, what's he going to do? He enters the ring, and all of a sudden, he's so this is an the opera? great phantasmo. Right. Right. This is an opera? Yeah. Tropicoro is an, an opera? It's an opera entrada. I don't... 
follow song number five <laughs> opera entrada oh it, shit no i don't i'm not dude i've only had opera. it for like so long i it's don't a, even it's know a composition. the composition. It's, it's a it's a it's a like it's an adventure man like from Fucking beginning right. to end and you know we talked about like what if they were spies like what if yeah. like it was just me and nate like what if we were on the island you guys we are were the spies? ones like yeah. participating in these activities like you know we went back and forth about how this how this would work until it it all came down but in the end it's like it's up to your imagination to hear what you hear and what i hear in my brain is going to be different than what everybody else hears. oh absolutely. right it's like what if the girl who had a gun killed the guy and then the guy comes back to life <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny story <laughs> please so, so i have uh, <laughs> i had found a number of, Quick of samples from an indian movie that uh-huh. um you know, looking for like some spy type of theme, and uh, I chopped up all the parts, and I, I had this whole like, um, he had this interlude part, and I laid them all out how I thought they should go, and I sent it over to Nate, and then <laughs> Nate, Nate rearranged all the samples, so I had it where the you know the guy was like, you know, you'd give me something something. It's my jam. <laughs> it is. It is the jam. It is a good one. Clot. You made a you made a dope one here, Nate. Yeah, we sure um, did together. Hey. <laughs> um. So instead of and, and basically he ends up shooting her with the gun, and then she says, "It's the end of crossing." <laughs> Happy right? journey, or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, "Wait a minute, he just he just killed her. He just killed her. What yeah. just happened?" So he basically had rearranged all the words so that there was a Obviously. completely but different the, dialogue, and then he ends up killing her. But she's like, "Hope oh, wish you happy journey." Yeah. Like, I wish you happy but the reason I did that is because "Wish you happy journey" is the nice end cap. And then she shuts the door, which leads into Hector by the lake. So that to me, it's like, eh, maybe she didn't die. She got back up. She got grazed by the bullet. Sure. Yeah. It's a soap opera. Did you see the? Uh, That's what I thought when I heard it. I was like, body oh, get buried. See, look at that. I mean, ultimately, it's all in. It's in. It's Indian. I don't know that anybody. Sure. I'm just so happy that that background interlude. I finally got to use that sample because that had been. I'd been like wanting to use that. Yeah. And it's actually a, a Funk 45 given this from, a, from yeah. a McDonald's Happy Meal. Can't believe no way. Yeah. You're getting trade secrets here, I'm buddy. telling. one away. It's all right. I'll give one. You stealing? one away. So you guys steal all your records. Is that what you're telling yeah. me? Stolen. <laughs> no, if you buy the Happy Meal, you get the record right? for free. Oh, yeah. It. It's oh, yours. Yeah. Did you eat the whole meal? Hot dog, <laughs> Happy Meal. So Just let me ask you uh, this question. Um, you you designed it in sides. Is there any... Uh, in, in the second song on the first side is the best song. Is the sixth song the second song of the set of the B side? Is that any is that any special song? Yeah, that's the title track. Always? Tropicoro. What about on Quick Trigger? What's after Clot? It's the next one. We'll just wait for it to play out. Uh-huh. <laughs> So the title track is number two. Do you did you plan that on the B side? I'm gonna go with no. No, no it's just, it just happened. You just yeah. happen to have this mind yeah, state where you're like, this flow. is yo number two. That's that hot shit. Well, the number two, shit. like the actual number two. You're talking about like seven. I'm talking about uh, or eight side actually. Uh, Second song yeah, on side two. It'd be seven, yeah, I think, sure. on on sure. the B side. I'm pretty sure Brass is. So we just seven. get lost in the math. All of us talking about different songs now. 
I mean, we should he, just listen to it. DJ again. Who has skied in the mountains to this record so many times, he knows it better than anybody. I, yeah. yeah, is that true? Yeah, it's my tropical place. That was right. a, that was a great flip. See? I don't know the that tropical last coral. flip. Like, I really enjoyed yeah. doing that. I don't know how that even came out. Like, somehow, if you I don't, you'd have to hear the original, but it's uh-huh. nothing like that. He <laughs> really enjoyed doing that. <laughs> I really enjoyed watching Sean Sean do that. <laughs> So this is the... You got another one, Matt. Uh, yeah, We're just giving them all away. Well, I'll it's give them up. Ben, I don't Ben's, mind. Ben's but, can you, but can you tally them up and name them off right now? Can I ta- tally them off? I mean, yeah. I mean, I can listen to this recording. Nah, we don't have time for that. And it's definitely a fun game to figure out who yeah. did what. Right. And that's why I think Tropicora... That's why we never say. I think that's Tropicora, why you never say. I think Tropicora is fun because you guys don't say, and this is the one you collaborated the most with. So it's you like you like pull out some pocket lint. You like, oh, that's what you think. (laughs) (laughs) It was it was really easy for me to pick out Quick Trigger songs for sure, but on Tropicora, I'm still stumped on many of them, and I think it's because it's like a togetherness of this one. I think that's that's true, but I also think that you sat at the kitchen table next to me while I was making half of those beats (laughs) on Quick Trigger. I think I can pick out Quick Trigger, that, and I had no I had no knowledge of it going down. Oh, oh yeah. really? Go through it track by track, right? Dude, How about this I, one? number one. <laughs> Who did number one? <laughs> I I would I probably would have to. I know that there's a pattern, and I would have to sort the pattern out. Uh, but I would be able to like I there can't tell every fucking record uh, probably immediately, but the, I can right. I could go through and, and pick out what I think are your guys's characteristic nuances that yeah. I've heard over the career of making records. If if I had to guess this one right now, I'm guessing Nathan. Oh man, Ooh, he's not gonna tell you. I don't know about that. The be- the beauty of it is it's incredibly simple, but it's a format that we're not gonna disclose. Sure. At no, time. absolutely. Yeah. I what think it's matters great. it is a good record, and after we make it, it's not us. It's not. Well, up I don't to ever us even decide anymore. It's the audience's. Yeah, record. no, I don't think about it as being like separate records to you guys. So I don't ever. Mm. I never. I know it's a collaborative effort, so I feel like your hands are in both of the records, but I feel like there's definitely, like, I can tell where this aspect of this song sure. came from, or, or they're, they're just little signatures, I feel like. That's why it's been so hard for us to finish solo projects, because we work so good together. No it's, doubt. It's very um, euphoric. The process is so fun, and it's just, it's a natural high unlike anything else that I've, I've felt. So I, it's very difficult to work with anyone else or even myself because I need, I need Ben's brain. Sure, and it's hard because we both push each other, and yeah. without someone there in your ear to push yeah. you or to send you something and say, "Hey, fuck you, listen to this." Yeah, like <laughs> I'm bored. Like I'm gonna go chop some steel sharp and like, steel. All right, well, I'm gonna go watch Thomas with my kid, and I'll just leave this. Um, but when we're working together, it's like. We're constantly, I want to, I can't wait to hear what he's going to send me. And when yeah. he waits till the next day because he had to go do something or something happened, I'm like, what the fuck? I better get two. Uh, <laughs> or I'm just waiting to drive him crazy. Or, <laughs> yeah, cool. Cool. It was cool. Cool. Nah, not really. I'm just late. Um, and it, which has happened. I mean, that's, you know, that's fine. That's kind of how the game works, right? right? I might skip a day or two, but then I'll drop a few on him the next day. It's yeah. Just, yeah. We don't, it, it, working on solo projects, I, I, I think we both have things in the works, things that we want to do, but I can't pull the trigger on anything because it's not going to equal what we've done. Sure. Right? Yeah. And I don't know that a Ben Bounds solo record or a Paces Love solo record right now could be better than a Tropicora. And, and deep down, truth. 
Like, I, and I, that's generally how I feel. And I, I think we make really good music together. And I know eventually we will both do this. Oh, but yeah. at the same time, like, I know we're both chomping at the bit to be like, all right, let's make let's, another let's, record. Let's push each other. Yeah, yeah. It's but, gonna, it'll happen. I mean, after Quick Trigger, Ben actually did his own 30 and 30s. So there are multiple, multiple sides. Me and Ben have done 30 and 30. Projects. Sure. Yeah. I think I did 60 and 30 because I was a crazy guy. Estera Ben? <laughs> Mine was, it was in December of. Oh, I know the song titles. You what? don't even remember. Oh, those are de- are those thirty that and thirty records ones, dude? I've made so many fucking. Beats. We did that. We did well, when I was doing the thirty with him. I counted it because we had made a beat that day. So but then I told Nate after <laughs> the fact, he's like, "Yeah, we can't use it." Though. A major discussion about entering your beat into our session because he made it, but you were a part of it. Sure, but true. ultimately we decided. I don't think we it should be pure. Yeah, you guys should yeah. do your own. I stuff. mean, it, it, it counted, but, but at the same time, because I didn't want to not like. I think it counts as a beat made, correct. but I don't think it counts as a beat. Towards a project that Correct. is of well, your individual exactly. stuff. Exactly, because it was a, it was part of a different thing. And me and you, and I don't know if everybody's out there heard me and Matt's beats, but we also make some pretty they're ridiculous. They're silly. We've only made like seven beats, but they're great. They'll fucking kill you. Yeah. I'm still alive. <laughs> I've got three like half finished solo projects that I just can't wrap up because it's just not the same. Whew. It's not the same as working with Ben. It's hard, but we. Eventually, we will get back to it, and eventually, yeah. I will yeah. probably hang up my hat because <laughs> people turn 40 this year, and it's going to get... And you got to stop making beats when you're 40. I'm getting sleepy. But for now, Kappa Chapa Koro. Yeah. Now. While they're around, I'm like yeah. going to buy my second one real soon because I don't want to... I actually want to buy three. I want to have three. I want to have one in... I want to have one in the frame, and I want to have one in a, in a sleeve that's never out. I got to have one in the fridge. One in the fridge. Keep it cold. One in the oven. Well, you don't want to put it, it there. Yeah. <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> Ba-boom. Uh, well, hey, so if people want to cop a Tropicora, where do they go? Waxthematique.com. And? Or you can just Google Tropicora, you'll find many yeah. different places. How do you spell Tropicora it? other than it's in the title of the album or the title of this uh, podcast? T R O P I K. Oh, nice. Hashtag Tropicoro. Hashtag Kappa Tropicoro. Kappa Tropicoro. Yep, May 4th. Distributed worldwide. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's pretty. I, I just want to give Nate a big shout out. This was a big step for us on this record, and Nate really made some cool stuff happen. Um, we did get distribution this time around through yep. a Light in the Attic, Light which attic, yeah. is a pretty. Is a big deal, especially for us. Like we put out a really great first record, and now um, to have such a great team like Light in the Attic on board, I'll let Nate kind of touch on that because it's kind of a, it's a pretty big deal for us. Yeah, the nice thing is, a lot of it is thanks to Quick Trigger. They looked at the fact that Quick Trigger was sold out in the time frame that it was, and they were like, "What's up with that? What are you doing next?" And then it really just went from there. Yeah. So. Yeah, but this is a company that does worldwide distribution, so oh, yeah. you can go to Tower Records Japan and find and Copa Tropic. You, you could cop one through there if you wanted. Um, yeah. Denmark, like it's all yeah. over the place. Um, um, did you say you found it on Target.com too? <laughs> yes, yeah. it's on Target.com. Yeah, if you're, it's really, if you're into the really um, aggressively priced. <laughs> 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 what is? What did I almost say? I don't know. I just wanted that not to happen. 
That's all right. Oh, it's okay. I, I'll just, re- I'll really reverse right. that part. I guess it doesn't That's matter. Okay. I guess it okay. doesn't matter. Nobody's going to go there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, bye bye fucking records from Target. Buy it from the yeah, fuck off Target, man. Yeah. Fuck Target. Get it from fucking Wax the Matic. You can get a slip mat. It looks way sick. You yeah, can just buy the slip mat. It's beautiful. You can also buy the record. Don't just True. don't just buy the slip mat. You know, sometimes you need a slip mat for your turntable. Yeah, do you yeah. see? Uh, you see, Vitam had doubles on on the tables oh, last night. Gorgeous, double man. Double slip mats. Yeah, yes. looks great. Double Capa Tropicoro slip mats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's cheap. They're, yeah, That's they're crazy. Trying to, they're trying to slang them. Yeah. Oh, there's a spider on this microphone. It's Whoa, coming my way. What is that? Oh, look at that. You're trying to eat a spider. Come here. There's a spider crawling on DJ Who's microphone. Come here. Oh, it's coming closer. Oh, is he, got, is he trying to cast a web? Uh, oh, that's fun. So, hey, yeah, we're all about the, the island of Tropicoro. Yeah, we're. <laughs> so, is this, this is part of the packaging that you guys do. This come, this little spider slides out of the. Uh... So we arrive early and we open a can of spiders. Mm-hmm. We let them into the podcast studio. Yeah. To <laughs> sort of divert from the ongoing discussions. And DJ, sure. GJ, who actually to wins sort of a prize highlight the for fact that art imitates life. The Tropicoro yes. spider. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so, I've, is there any any truth? to the rumors that if you open up the inside of your sleeve of the Tropicora, there's actually a spider on the inside printed? No, that was Quick Trigger. Oh, so I just... We just gave away the other secret. <laughs> no, nah, no, that's true. Black Quick Triggers. Well, I think that's oh. it. I think if uh, if everybody knows where to get their stuff, I think that, that they should go there and get it. Yeah. Waxthematic.com. Yeah. Told you that thing at, at Ben Bounce Music. Is that what at it is? At Ben Bounce Music. Yeah, if you want to um, at Pace's Lift, all at Pace's sure. Lift, sure. Yeah. If you guys want to give get give these guys some praise for these dope beats that you're hearing, these awesome instrumentals, you know, give them a shout out. Come grab the record and come out uh, tomorrow night to the Monocle. I know this may not air before then, but if it no, does, oh, it's, I'm we're going on right, right now. I'm going right to put it up. We're live Sweet. on PBS Radio. PBS Kids right now. Uh, PBS on your Hulu. Kids. Nice. But yeah, come out tomorrow. I um, first time back in about three years, so I'd yeah. like to see everybody. Didn't come and uh, have a drink and relax. Grab I some am excited. Vinyl, hang per- out. They're performing. Tropical. I can't wait to see Matt play some Afrobeat. Records. I'm excited. I've I'm yet to see DJ Sawicki on the decks. So DJ I am, Awesomeizer, bro. Yeah, it's DJ I, Awesomeizer. Is that official? Actually, it's not even DJ. It's just Awesomeizer. Just, just Awesomeizer. Just I'm like Vitam or uh, Hal Greens. Yeah, there you go. Well, I, I'm excited for that. I'm like, is Ben Bounce? Is it DJ Ben Bounce or you just yeah. rock Ben Bounce? It's ben just Bounce. Ben Bounce. Even when you're DJing? When you yeah. got a name like that, you don't need the DJ. Yeah, you know, with awesome, like a name like Smuckers. Come on. It's gotta Bounce. be good. Bounce. Come on. Come on. Bounce. I did, I did uh, find that sample too. Oh, thank you. We're going to use that tomorrow. I Bounce. Bounce. I would like to give a special shout out to our live studio audience. Thank you for attending the performance this evening. Big ups to JBJR. And the Spiders. Shout out to him. Shout outs. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll catch you guys the next episode. I'm sure me, me and JBJR will be back and kicking it and yeah. interviewing awesome producers and engineers and DJs because that's what we do on Fruit of the Boom. And this has been the Tropicoro edition hey. of Fruit of the Boom. Boom. And uh, thanks for checking us out. Peace. Peace, yo. Peace, yo. Peace, yo. Peace, yo.